Namaste, everybody. I want to welcome uh, Monica Aroraji, a dear friend of mine and a well-known lawyer in the Indian Supreme Court. So welcome, welcome, uh, uh, Monica Ji. Thank you. Thank you so much. So I have, uh, I have known you for a long time and you are a great uh, friend and ally. So, अभी जो latest बात हुई है उसके ऊपर बात करते हैं. We'll do English, Hindi, both little bit. So, अभी ये अभी जो the the book you wrote on the riots this year, and then the publisher Bloomsbury decided to after the contract and all that decided not to publish it anymore at the last minute. तो उसके किस्से के बारे में आप पूरी कहानी बताएं कि what happened you had what was your contract how it happened and why did they do all this thank you rajiv ji thank you so much for calling me it's an honor it's an honor to be with you and be on this show rajiv ji what happened was in february rights took place in delhi and they took place just uh, 15 20 kilometers from my house and there was so much of confusion who's doing it what are they doing who are the people behind it is it sporadic is it pre planned conspiracy and we as you know we cannot sit unless we get the facts right so we a group of uh, ladies is called group of intellectuals and academicians gia gia we five of us uh, planned that we'll go to those riot hit areas we'll go to ground zero we'll prepare a report and submit our report to the government just telling them what exact the truth is what is the report from ground zero because ground speaks and let that book when that will be given to the government that report let the facts come in public domain also so thereafter we published this report this was the report which we brought in public domain we we put it in uh, social media we gave it to the government after doing a thorough research at ground zero and this report says that it was a pre planned conspiracy now once this report was out people read this report people said monica ji why don't you bring this report in form of a book thereafter i think uh, in may we had a contract with bloomsbury and thereafter we have brought this report in public domain now what happened was in may we had a contract with bloomsbury how we had a contract we approached a number of publishers please publish our book Bloomsbury said, "All right, we'll publish your book." There was a proper contract. After they got our draft, they they scrutinized our draft. They said some changes here and there. They convinced us. We convinced them. Ultimately, their legal team vetted it. The legal team scrutinized it, and then the contract was signed. They became our publishers. And after I think uh, uh, May, June, July, August. these four months of emails sms whatsapp all of them we have and then they published our book after legal scrutiny they gave us 100 copies they said give these copies to whomever you want you understand sir because you have been yes. publishing so many books and we gave these books to those people who we wanted please do some review on this please give some comment on this you may like it you may dislike it but please say something about it so thereafter we planned our launch function Now, twentieth of October, we put our e-card in the public domain. Nobody objected to it. We had a guest list there on the card. Nobody objected to it. No official communication that anybody objects to it. What happened was at four o'clock we were just entering our you know video conference link for the grand book launch, 
You are so happy that our book is coming. And 3.30, we get a call from Bloomsbury. Ma'am, and these were their words. Ma'am, some jokers sitting in some, some countries and they have been tweeting and tagging Bloomsbury UK and Bloomsbury UK is under tremendous pressure. They're asking us to withdraw. I said, but you, you stand by your authors in the book. They said, ma'am, we stand by every word of this book because it has been legally approved by us. There is no objectionable word in this book. We stand by you, we're trying to convince them, but they are not getting convinced, ma'am. This is what they said. Ultimately, they told us, ma'am, under the pressure of these jokers who pressurized Bloomsbury UK, we have no option but to withdraw. I said, I don't know what withdraw means. It's, it's a baby, you know, uh, the, we wrote it and you published it, it's a baby. How can you abort your baby who has, who has just been, you know, brought into existence? How can you abort this baby? Ma'am, sorry, maybe even our jobs are not secure here now because they are under so much of international pressure to withdraw from this book. And then they put down the phone and they said, we are withdrawing. Now publicly they tweeted twice. We don't know what they tweeted for. People retweeted and then we came to know. First tweet was, we don't approve of the guest list and the launch function. Second was that uh, we stand by our book and the authors. This was one tweet. Thereafter, we said, fine, a person may agree, may not agree with the guest list, but they never objected to it. It's okay. And as it is, this function was not their function. It was done by a group of intellectuals and academicians, GIA, a registered organization. And uh, they may come, they may not come, but they cannot own their book. So first tweet was, we stand by our uh, writers and our book. Fair enough. But thereafter, their tweet came, which was given to some news laundry, some online portal. And they said that they are withdrawing from it. Now we were left high and dry. Here was a launch function going on. People were having the launch function. They were listening to us. All the speeches were being made. The book was being launched. And suddenly the publisher runs away, leaving us, you know, nowhere. And then people started tweeting that this has become Amazon number one bestseller. It became the bestseller book in India. People made that screenshot and they started tweeting it to us. And you know, this whirlwind was happening around us and we didn't know what to do. And so thereafter, now we, uh, people started tweeting that from Amazon, this book has been removed. The link has been removed. So here are the people who want to buy the book, who want to place a pre-order on the book, who want to read the book. And here's the publisher who withdraws it publicly who runs away, who removes the link also that the people cannot place their orders. And here are we, as authors, we felt cheated. So they have been our publishers. We had a wonderful relationship with everybody. Not one time we had any acrimony stuff. We are reasonable, they were reasonable. It was such a beautiful, pious, professional relationship. They've always stood by our book. But because of Bloomsbury UK pressure, in turn pressurized by some lobby, and God knows what kind of a lobby it is. You see, this ecosystem, if I can say so, they have been coming out on social media and saying, we did it, we did it, we did it. We banned the book. Now, they themselves are saying, we banned the book. So people, it's in public domain. One, some Bollywood actress, Swara Bhaskar. One, some journalist, who's now no longer a journalist, she's going somewhere to teach Nidhi Rajasthan. One, some Atish. One, some Will. They're all sitting at different places. One's some Saket. They 
are you pressurizing Bloomsbury? And uh, Will says, yes, I'm on it. I'm on it. They're doing it. I generally don't take names. I don't like it. But they have been tweeting. And they have been tweeting Bloomsbury and telling their followers to retweet them. And telling them, put pressure on Bloomsbury to withdraw a book which they have not read. And just to just to tell my to tell my viewers, Will is the Will Dalrymple. He is the famous uh, uh, person who directs the Jaipur Literary Festival. A man from Scotland who spends a lot of his time living in India. And I don't know if this is a fact, but some articles came out that his great grandfather worked in the East India Company. So you know, a man with those kind of credentials, but very deeply involved in the Indology and study of India with a certain uh, certain ideological point of view connected with this. Uh, you know, breaking India forces and Hindu phobic forces is involved. Riddhi Razdan also, I've had a, I mean, I don't know why she's upset with me, but every time I do something, she can attack me also. And all the same old cabal, same old, <laughs> same old people that I've been, uh, you know, known these guys for like 30, 30 years now, because even before they made all these organizations, uh, we've had various uh, uh, exchanges. Had to be reasonable with them that let's have a one-on-one, -on -one, have a public discussion where we're both able to speak. So tell me one thing, tell me one thing, that when the publisher got pressure, which you described, did the publisher give you a chance to uh, explain? Did they say, here is our problem and give an answer? Sir, not an email till date. My God. Till date, after two and a half days of publicly withdrawal from our book, when practically the book got killed, not till date, they have told us that they have terminated the contract. They have abandoned or resigned in the contract. They have gone back on the contract. They have done nothing till date. So I remember this book function was, I think, on 23rd or so, 22nd or 23rd. So next day, we emailed them, sir. We emailed them a long letter. We said that it's 24 hours. And we are still waiting. We, you are still our publisher. You have not given us one line by email communication that are you still with us? Are you not with us? Are you still with? Uh, are you still our publisher? Can you go with somebody else? All our copyrights, all our intellectual property rights, everything is with you. The book is getting killed. It's twenty-four hours. You have not responded. It is one line from you that you are terminating the contract. Is this how you will treat any other author in the world? Brown lives also matter, sir. So, so Monica ji, uh, regarding their issue, which is an excuse, okay, you did not get their permission to have certain guests and all this at this launch. Let me tell you as an author, that I'm not sure what it says in your contract, but in my contract, there is no provision that I as an author must get their permission, permission whenever I'm promoting my book. My book becomes the moment a cop one copy is printed, it becomes public domain as your book became public domain because they gave you 100 copies to go give it to people. So it is it is the, for the public to get together, to organize panels, to agree with it, disagree with it, discuss it. It is entirely your right to do whatever you want. So that is actually a very foolish excuse they're giving, which will kind of blow up in their face that they are telling an author that the author cannot go and promote his own book. This is very stupid of them. So they were not promoting our book. Yes. There was a function organized by a private organization. And you private are organization had a guest list. If yes. they had an objection, because they had the card, who all are coming. If yes. they had an objection, so one line on email, official one line, 
that we have an objection to your guest list one line sir this courtesy is it too much to ask for one line that we don't approve of our guest list please change it they may have convinced us we may have convinced them maybe we would have changed maybe we would have retained but at least talk at least communicate because bloomsbury india never had a problem with any launch or any guest list it was only after a few people tweeted bloomsbury uk that they pressurized bloomsbury india to withdraw from the and you know i know many bloomsbury authors in india uh, uh, you know who are hindu dharmic and publish their books and many of the same people on your guest list have also been guest lists of theirs so it's not like they can prove there's somebody so uh, so dangerous is on your guest list that they have to ban your whole book block your whole book because of that it's a silly excuse they gave the real reason is under pressure they did it and so the, if we come to the heart of the issue the the pressure was applied to the headquarters in britain and the people in britain told the people the the managing director rajiv beri that hey listen withdraw this book and he just uh, did it without putting up a fight because he's some sort of a knocker and he, they are the boss and so they said it and he agreed this is the colonized indian mind this is the colonized indian mind actually so i think this 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 minority controls the publications yes they say this is a golf club yes. they say only we the elites will be allowed here to publish sir right. we commoners cannot enter their club and that's why they threaten the publishers how dare you have such common people you know who are who don't belong to some xyz uh, family they are outside the golf club how can they go with you and publish rooms very how could you say yes to them so this is that enlightenment kehte hain jisko that was that ki nahi ye enlightened club hai golf club hai hamara ye commoners how can they enter this club and so look at their hypocrisy one month ago they have published bloomsbury has published a, blue, a book on shaheen bag and i am told sir the authors and the book they claim that tahir hussain is innocent i have not read the book but the authors and the book claims that tahir hussain is innocent so tahir hussain is charged with unlawful activities prevention act which is a very very stringent law in india sir and he is in jail right now he is in prison and he is charged with the uh, death and murder of intelligence bureau officer ankit hussain that he was brutally murdered the videos of tahir hussain's house are there that in the writing which is happening tahir hussain and all the writers are there on his uh, uh, rooftop supervising the riots all these things are in public domain nobody links them nobody told booms very how dare you publish a book on shaheen bag so this is india This so, is basically, basically for my viewers the book on the opposing side of the riots who are the culprits in the riots who are the people who actually created the riots a book making heroes out of them uh, was published by bloomsbury but yes. her side of it her side of it giving the other side of the story saying these are the facts and she's a lawyer those other guys who wrote these books are not uh, at all at her stature she's a, she's an eminent lawyer she looks at things very diligently i know her work very rigorous very precise so she's giving this evidence and giving an alternative point of view uh, and this book can then get stopped so this is the injustice firstly there is injustice in the due process of bloomsbury the way they they kind of violated their own confidence in the breach of contract 
and acting in bad faith and, and, and doing and making a big tamasha and you know mockery out of their own contract. Second is the, the substance of the matter that uh, the opposing point of view, uh, which was published by the same publisher, but your view was not. So should we discuss? Should we discuss a little bit about what are the main points in the book? Yes. So when we went to ground zero, this is ground zero report. So this is not this point of view or that point of view. Whatever the ground spoke, so ground bolta hai. Yeah, danga hota hai, wo zameen bolti hai. The ground spoke, sir. We never thought what we are going to write. We never went with a predetermined mind. We met the victim, sir. Somebody's father has been killed in the riots. Somebody's son has been killed. We we met Preeti Garg, sir. A lady who has small children, I think nine years old and 11 year old, two boys, sir. Her house was burnt and she was cooking on the first floor. She saw from the balcony that people were running because entire lane, the houses were burned by these uh, jihadi mob. And so that time she told uh, the neighbors who were also running, said, please, I'm throwing my kids from the first floor. Will you catch my kids? She threw her 11 year, seven year, nine to 11 kid beach ke babies. Hai. So she threw her one son, then the other son from the first floor of her house. The neighbors, they caught hold of those uh, sons and they were saved. These are the stories we are telling in our book. We met all these people. We have video recordings. We, we photographed them. We interviewed them. This ground reporting we are telling in our books. It is not prejudice. Not one word is false. Otherwise, Bloomsbury would have scrutinized it thoroughly. They gave it to the legal department. They vetted it, scrutinized it. After legally clearing this book was okay. Bloomsbury will not do it if there was anything objectionable, anything anti-minority. There's nothing. We all are reasonable people. And tell me, sir, one more thing. How can these people on Twitter, this ecosystem, the golf club of publishing houses. They have not read the book. The book has not come in the market. Without even reading the book, they'll threaten the publisher to withdraw. They will threaten us, the authors. They will threaten the entire you know, Indian community that how dare this book is coming in the market, dare you buy it? So that's so another interesting point. Threaten everybody. So that's another interesting point. A judgment on the book by people who have not read it. That's exactly. a very the whole and ecosystem that is These writers have not read it. These no. authors have not read it. <laughs> they are the so-called intelligentsia, sir, who have ah, not read it. Champions of intellectual freedom, champions of free speech. Actually, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I'll tell you, sir, one more thing. So nowadays there's a case going on, we all know about it. A senior lawyer in the Supreme Court is saying all wrong things and attacking, verbal attack on Supreme Court judges is there. So this entire ecosystem is standing by that lawyer and saying this is his freedom of speech. So we say not a word which is wrong in this book. At least read our book, go through it, give critical views. You may like it, you may dump it. It's your prerogative, it's democracy. We are not in Pakistan, China or some Saudi country, sir. So you know we don't have little fatwas on our book. Right. So what uh, what uh, uh, Rajiv Berry, the head of Bloomsbury India, should have said to his boss in England 
is that we publish the opposing point of view. Now we are publishing her point of view, and in the in the in the in the spirit of freedom of press and so on, we should get both books out there. Let there be a debate. Let people decide this is right or that is right. And if people have any objection to uh, Monica Rora's book, then you know let them raise the objection. Let her come on a panel and defend it. I mean, you would have been very happy to argue if somebody had issues with your book. They should have. They a good publisher would have done that. And then they would have made it into a both both books could have been very big sellers and they could have had a nice friendly amicable debate on different points of view, but they didn't do any of that. And this is a very big to me. This is a disgrace. This is a real disgrace. And I think the the matter should not just end here. It should be the matter should be pursued further. Yes, sir. It is criminal breach of trust. Yes. It is violation of contract. It is yes. breach of contract. it is unprofessional behaviors unethical behavior my publishers acted as social activists yes pressurized by social activists so yes. at least one line to us that monica please change the guest list maybe i would have changed and the so launch program is different the book is different you may or may not agree you may or may not come in the launch program but how can you disown the book which you have published under a contract right, you right. can't do it so and also also there is a whole issue of damages because it's not you you've suffered i mean you've suffered yes, agony you've suffered embarrassment they've attacked you the all kind of people after you and all that and so it's a it is a huge setback and also you know uh, when when the public wants to buy they've been told here is a link on amazon or wherever and you buy and then they suddenly the link disappears and you've not been given any, any notice it's a, it's a pretty big setback so i i think this is this is definitely bad news now i want to i want to also tell you that uh, dal rimple uh, who runs the, uh, the will will as he's called runs this jaipur literary festival uh, and he is publicly on his twitter uh, championing that hey okay I'm, i'm i'm on this case and i'm going to have this book blocked and all that so it means that for a certain period of time some of these people are publicly on twitter and that those snapshots of twitter who did what is also probably somebody has taken those snapshots so th there was a whole ecosystem as you call it a whole ecosystem behind the scenes lobbying to uh, harm you and harm your book and and uh, suppress freedom of press and intellectual freedom and then using the the british headquarters uh, to convince them uh, you know against you no due process in india as if india doesn't count as if an international cabal can do this damage to eminent writers and scholars in india without any due process in india that you just will find out when your book has disappeared but we are not even bothered to ask you or to tell you to give you a notice to to tell you what was wrong and even till today after the event has happened some days back they haven't even had the courtesy to send you a letter telling you what's happened actually sir so they That's dumped us they dumped us they dumped the books they i'm sorry to say but sir it was it amounted to killing of the book people wanted to buy the book it was amazon best seller sir and people were trying to place the orders they removed the link until day they never told us they have removed the link of our books sir. and two days they have not responded one letter came yesterday from them saying we are we have in receipt of your uh, email and we are talking to our senior people we will reply so they said it was sunday so we could not reply so on saturday a holiday they could withdraw from our book 
but till sunday they did not reply because it was a holiday and they could not tell us that they are terminating the contract so actually they is a loss of face for them they don't know what's happening the fact remains that due to international pressure they caved in sir they so proved you know very very afraid of some goras sir living in uk and goras. they will decide that which indian will read which books sir this right, show right. from their conduct it is as if we are colonized so i have reached out to rajiv berry whom i have met he's a nice guy nice gentleman he wanted me, me to give them some of my books to publish this was like 2 3 years ago and i met him we had a very amicable relationship so i am hoping that he will respond to my request that he should come on my show and he should tell me the internal stuff what happened he should explain for himself that he's the man he, he, the buck stops here because he's the md of the organization you signed the contract with bloomsbury india and he is the head of that and he the buck stops with him and so i said why don't you come and whatever you want to say tell us people should know and and he hasn't responded so i'm i don't know whether he will or not but my uh, my forum is open for him to come and explain i've also sent a message via a mutual friend to will you know that hey will you know we've had our problems in the past but here is an issue that is nothing to do with me but it has to do with freedom of press i'm sure you believe in it and it has to do with the integrity of india and our culture and and a story should have multiple sides that are represented so if you want to come and speak totally uncensored i'll let you speak whatever you want to you're most welcome i haven't heard from him also so i think i'm i'm hoping these guys will show up and i hope they're not on the run and uh, trying to uh, you know sort of uh, hope that this matter will go away in a few days i don't think this matter will go away in a few days i think that this is a very serious matter and it probably it's going to it's going to go further in terms of maybe litigation or certainly a lot of uh, public pressure what what are your thoughts what do you if if you were if you were if this happened to me and and i will tell my case also in a moment but you know if i came to you and said uh, monica ji kya kiya jaye what would you advise a client they should not just keep quiet so if i was your lawyer i would have hit them back right but i am here not as a lawyer but as an author yes so i have worked going to riot hit areas yes. i've spent my time and energy and with a passion and for the service of truth i wanted to take the truth out and put it in public domain for everybody to see right. so if you see all my videos all my writings i always try to place the facts and law in public domain and let the people decide thereafter so i am nobody to you know coax them into one opinion or the other i just try to place the facts and law let the people decide so the facts we have placed in this book you could have decided this way or the that way sir i said one thing more i was listening to you very passionately and actually what you were saying was from heart sir so similarly sir we never had a problem with bloomsbury india never it was such a beautiful relationship of author and the publisher so we were reasonable they were reasonable till the last day maybe they fought for us i i can say sir that so till the last day they would have fought for us in fact i told them i said you are india's ambassador you have to tell those guys in uk you being india's ambassador nothing is wrong in the book they said ma'am we stand by you we stand by the book everything is correct we approve it but what to do ma'am these this twitter people and bloomsbury is succumbing to their pressure bloomsbury uk the problem came from england sir not from india <laughs> so i'll tell you 
I'll tell you my kissa. Okay. Yes. Uh, I had a I had a book, uh, The Battle for Sanskrit, coming out from HarperCollins, also owned by British headquarters. And uh, before the book came out, uh, you know, one guy who was really against me, he's still against me. I don't know why. I wish we could make our peace and move on. But he's an evangelist. He works in a seminary. So he started one big kissa against me and whatnot, accusing me of all kind of false things. And then, you know, then what happened is, uh, he started uh, uh, tagging HarperCollins India and Kartika, who was the head of who was who was at that time the head of it, and various uh, people, individual tag, individual uh, email tags, uh, email handles of people to embarrass them, constantly saying that oh you are guilty because you are supporting this guy, uh, kind of you know slandering me and associating them guilt by association so that they would withdraw the book. So they got very nervous. They did got very nervous. But what happened? I must say. They contacted me and gave me a chance, and we fought successfully. So they they said to me, "This is what has happened. What do we do?" So I said, "Firstly, don't keep responding to them in social media. That is not the forum because you're encouraging these guys. They think you they've got you. They've got you on their forum, and they'll go hit out, hit out and all that. And and our people always get very confused, and especially and it was a Gora. It was a Gora sitting in U, USA who was doing the leading the fight. So the the, the brown skin people get very nervous. Kevo Gora hai, am kya karenge? As if he is some kind of a god." You know, so I basically said to them that you have to follow the rules, follow the laws. If he says there is something, some violation, then you tell me, give me a list, and I will prove it to you. So I actually gave them a huge amount of uh, supplemental material, uh, which went. This pr procedure went back and forth. They then took my material and they sent it to three reviewers. Three reviewers, three reviewers, blind. I don't know who they were. Reviewed. And apparently, all of them, according to what I heard later, said this is a very good book. There is nothing wrong with it. What is wrong with it? They then said uh, the one fellow uh, who who was extra careful and he was very skeptical inside HarperCollins. Kartika was very fair, very fair person, very straightforward person. I mean, he's no longer with them. He she's in a different publishing house. She she but she was pretty straight and wanted to figure out what's the right thing to do. But this other fellow who worked under her was always skeptical about me and not necessarily. So he said, "Ki England bhej dete hain. England bhej dete hain. Let England people decide, as if they are they are God, you know." So they sent my entire thing to England, along with my response, and along with the three reviewers. They sent it to the English people. It sat there for a month, month, month and a half. Then from there, there were issues, like problems, questions for further clarification, which I answered. and then came this thing that okay it is ready we are going to launch it so this process delayed me 6 months but it was a moral victory that you know even these these big huge gang that wanted to get rid of my book were not successful and i thank uh, i thank kartika that for playing the role because she stood her stood her neck out and she was strong and she was a person with integrity i would like rajiv berry of uh, bruce berry to play that role I mean, now it's too late because he can't salvage, you know, what he has done. But he can certainly come out with the truth. He can certainly come out with the truth, and he can say this is exactly what happened. Clear himself, and it would be very nice because he's a good man. He's a. I've met him. He seems like a decent fellow, and maybe he just got into overwhelmed and got into too much pressure, and so he he succumbed. But ये dangerous बात है ये जो colonial control है हमारे ऊपर हमारे गले के ऊपर colonial control है ये अभी तक है, और ये हमारे लोगों का inferiority complex है. our people have this complex that hey we can't stand up to these goras but that is we have to defy india i mean if there is injustice against your culture against your own authors 
against your own civilization, against our narratives, then you know we have to speak up. So look how India is standing this time. So when they publicly announced that they are withdrawing, people started saying, Monica ji, self-publish. Go with this publisher, that publisher, publishers pitched in this and we are ready to publish your so, book. So we so, had so, no publisher with us at that time. So I, I advised Sankrant because, you know, Sankrant for 25 years, he 25 years ago, he started his whole activism with Infinity Foundation. Hamara ko problem which which resulted in this book, uh, invading the sacred. Wo hamari pehli book thi about Wendy Doniger. Now, uske kisse mein bhi aapne role kiya tha, uh, the case kiya tha. We'll come and discuss that also momentarily. But he was he came and he was helping out. He was volunteering, helping us out, and that's way how he got into this whole thing. So always I've been telling him that you know, daake kuch apna shuru karo, alternative shuru karo. So I encourage him that you take the whatever Monica Arora wants, you take it. This is the chance of a lifetime. Do this deal and you will not regret it. So I'm happy he did it. <laughs> I'm so happy, sir. You people talked, <laughs> both of you talked. I didn't know about this. Yes. I didn't know. So, yeah. but when we put it on Twitter that we have no publisher, what to do, where to go. We were just, you know, three ladies and waiting, professor and lawyer. <laughs> we were waiting with no publisher. Amazon number one book, but there were no place where they could uh, book the uh, book. Uh, so what to do? Then people started reacting. People said, Monica ji self-published. Monica ji, we are there to publish for you. So the entire country rose, oh my God. And so Gauda came and so in one night we sold 15,000 copies of this book. So Monica ji, ab ye uh, I want to also later on discuss our how we got to know each other regarding that Wendy Doniger matter. Wo bhi baat but I first want to ask you, ki ye jo aisi cheez ho rahi hai. I mean, it is not some isolated, ek to hai ki isolated case, hai, un, un logo ne breach of contract, breach of trust, all of that. Uh, then there is a bigger case also that there is an ecosystem. And this ecosystem, I don't know how, how what does law say? not about this one case only, but what does law say? You know, there is a whole ecosystem which is colonized, which is very Hindu phobic, which is got, which is always slandering us. Kabhi aapko kiya, kabhi meko kiya, kabhi kisko kiya. Aur unke kitne foreign funded Indian social media hai. I mean, there are some social media in India which are funded by these people also. Yes. So, uska kya ilaj ho sakta hai? So, see, uh, the Indian law gives us Article 14 rights to equality. Everybody is equal in the eyes of law and equally protected by the law. Article 19 says freedom of speech and expression with reasonable restrictions. You cannot say Bharat Tered Pukare You cannot attack the Supreme Court judges as individuals. You cannot do it. So, but those things, this ecosystem says Bharat Tered Pukare that is freedom of speech. Prashant Bhushan attacking the Supreme Court and Supreme Court convicting it, saying that you are guilty of contempt of court. And they have this Twitter trend, hum dekhenge. Means judiciary, tumko hum dekhenge. Supreme Court, tumko hum dekhenge. Sarkar, tumko hum dekhenge. Publisher, tumko hum dekhenge. Police, tum char sheet file kar rahe ho, tumko hum dekhenge. They are threatening everybody. This ecosystem, which is supposed to be the masiha of free speech, so they are threatening anybody and everybody in India. Anybody with a dissenting view. They are killing dissent. Now, what was my or their problem? Nothing. I never knew, sir, they'll be there. I, as an author, simply wrote the book. My publisher was happy with my book. He signed the contract. He published my book. 
suddenly this ecosystem came and so on twitter what's his name atish tasir he is talking to will uh dalrymple that are you on it are you talking to bloomsbury this book has been withdrawn can you imagine they are coming to social media admitting that they are the people sir who got it literally banned it's like and a, it's like a case and others who belong to congress party sir they are saying let's champagne let's rejoice they themselves are telling who they are i don't have to dig out who they are so, so monica ji it means that the the chor jo lafange log hain decoits hain the, the criminal gangs they have become so bold and daring and audacious that they do it in the public they do it in the social media because they have this sense that hey who can get us we are the, as if like we own the world and we're going to hit these people because we can demean them we can talk down at them we can slander them and nothing will happen to us because we are above all this this means that the the free speech is so much in danger and the liberty of uh, india indians is so much in danger because the discourse wallas the people who control the discourse i feel that they can with impunity they can go and do anything they want quite in the open you know you don't have to do any forensics in this to argue your case your evidence is so much in the open it's all all out there public and they have the audacity to do this so they have the audacity why sir because 40 years that they were ruling india right so all the educational institutions colleges universities all research institutions all historical studies all media institutions so bollywood everything was ruled by them they were the writers they were the script writers they were the lyricists sir and they were the historians they said ram never existed sir they said what is saraswati nothing just a uh, imaginary imaginary thing Myth. so these people ruled india so now last 10 years this modi government has come and since social media has come so every indian has got uh, their own platforms every indian when they put a facebook post or they put a whatsapp message or on instagram or on twitter if they talk sense uh, millions follow them and if they talk nonsense they are trolled so this ecosystem just go to their timeline and see what kind of comments they receive for their tweets these people are so against them and people say what are you writing people are telling them live that this is what you are and so this is they are not ashamed they will so they will attack on the army on the supreme court on the judiciary on the rule of law on the constitution on anybody who does not toe their line so these are not left liberals they are left fascists yeah. and so we we are victims of this left fascism sir. yes yes this is the you know see people feel that all the problems uh, are with the christian uh, christian people converting and all that that is one issue uh, islamist is one issue but you know the liberal left in the west uh, and their indian sepoys have aligned with all the breaking india forces whether they are islamists whether they are evangelists they are they are kind of the brains they are kind of the people who are coordinating all this so i just want you to know that i'm not announcing this prematurely but i i finished a book which will be out in the next say towards the end of this year aur uski book ki mai aapko i will discuss with you at the time because that book is on the next 10 years of what these breaking india people are planning uh, my previous book breaking india was the past 10 years 2020 2010 to 2020 you might say that whole decade has been people have appreciated and acknowledged that i wrote what has happened up since then 
and oh, so much on breaking India and whether it is Naxals or Islamists and all that is, is now occupying the discourse. But now I'm telling you, just like in that case, I went and studied them behind the scenes. I went to their offices. I went to their, uh, I, I hired people to go and see what they're up to. I went and attended their seminars, their courses. I got into their discussion boards. I went to libraries of theirs. I did this research before I wrote Breaking India. Same way for last three years, I just want you to know, I've been doing this research on where are those forces now from 2020 to 2030, the next 10 years. And that I have written in this book. And that will be a wake up call to our people because you know this whole, this whole war of civilizations is reaching a new level. It's going up, it's a, taking a quantum leap. It's going to a different level, a different game. I don't want to disclose because so I, I just want to have a peaceful launch, but then before the launch, you are one of the people I've listed that I want to talk to you about it because I think you will appreciate how big this thing is, how dangerous, more dangerous it's becoming. And the game has changed. The game is not like it used to be. So I, I'm into this myself uh, and, uh, and I want to talk to you uh, more about it at some other time. So do, should we go back and uh, give, give people a refresher on what happened with the Wendy Doniger matter. So, uh, so basically, uh, just to let people know, I wrote this, uh, Infinity Foundation put out this book called Invading the Sacred, which was whole Wendy Doniger clan and what all she was doing and whatnot. And so Wendy Doniger had been uh, published a book uh, which was full of errors and full of demeaning things about Hindu gods. And I want to say that uh, we appreciate and thank uh, Monica Arora as the person who in the in the tele in the in the courts fought this. And tell us what exactly happened, because people said that you were violating their free speech by banning their book. But I don't think you asked for a book to be banned. You just wanted you just wanted to point out the errors, and and they rather than fix those errors, they are the ones who ran away. So please tell us the facts. So what happened was that I was approached uh, as a lawyer that uh, this is a book which is full of factual errors. This book is demeaning to our freedom fighters. This book says that Vivekanand and Gandhiji were asked, what will you have in dinner? They said, give us beef, give us cow meat. This book said that Mangal Pandey, the hero of the first freedom struggle in India, he was a drug addict. 24 hours drug addict. This book said Jhansi Ki Rani, who we say she was, uh, she was a nationalist. They said Jhansi Ki Rani was with the British. And this book says that uh, Shivaling, Shivaling was erected male sexual organ. Some, some dirty words like that. It was creepy, sir. And sir, thereafter, we looked for footnotes. There are so many more errors. Some of the footnotes were not mentioned and what was mentioned was that from the speeches and words of uh, Shashi Tharoor, I'm quoting this. So when an author starts quoting a politician, sir, how can that book be authentic? And what is your source? Your source is Shashi Tharoor? For all this <laughs> nonsense, sir, even Shashi Tharoor would not have said all these things. I know he's a reasonable person. He doesn't say all these things. And so when we went to the court, we told the court that these are the few things. So we named those few things. We said, these are the few lines, a few passages we want to be deleted. And so who were the petitioners? The Vivekananda uh, organizations, the freedom fighters, 
the gandhi foundation people sir they were the petitioners in this case i was the lawyer we were in the course for a number of hearings i think more than 2 years so every day we used to be there our petitioner dinath batra i think he was more than 84 years of age yes. he used to be there 10 minutes before the judge and look at the arrogance of penguin publishers they came late sir they never used to come and the court used to impose costs and costs on them that you are not taking course of india seriously sir and thereafter we served summons to wendy doniger in america and i don't know maybe she was afraid of cross examination maybe she knew what she wrote in her book maybe she was afraid of indian constitution and indian rule of law and indian courts so we get a call from penguin publishers that we are withdrawing this book i said i just want these four or five factual errors to be removed they said no no we are withdrawing this book this is a nonsense book it has nothing in it and we want to pulp it i said it's your thing do whatever you want so they said we will be coming to your office so they came to my office we had chai and samosa together it was perfectly a nice meeting sir publisher is saying we want to withdraw this book i said you give it in writing to me they gave it in writing that we uh, uh, respect all religions we want to withdraw this book so that letter i gave in the court and uh, we gave a consent to th- that they are withdrawing these passages they are withdrawing the book we have no problem and uh, we can withdraw our case so court passed an order in view of our consent statement that the uh, case is being withdrawn that's it it was one simple case as i was doing 20 other cases in that day so i came back to my house the next day bbc french newspapers german newspapers american newspapers indian newspapers talibanization of education in india safranization of education french strikes intolerance brigade so we never raised one slogan we never demeaned anybody we never threatened the publisher no black flag raised not even one abusive word said simply we went to the court of law the court gave us power to say whatever was objectionable you can always come here and talk court gave them opportunity to come so they evaded the indian court they did not come properly and cooperated with the indian court and ultimately they said it's a an idiotic book and we are withdrawing it they withdrew it sir i never pressured anybody i'm a very reasonable person i pressured nobody sir books have to be there so counter opinions have to come but does it mean you will do mob lynching sir this is intellectual mafia yeah. so we never asked for banning of any book these yeah. are few passages and so lines we had factual errors so i want all my followers all my viewers to know ki ye log jhoot bol rahe hai that monica arora banned this book raji malhotra was part of it behind it and they wanted to ban the book we never asked for a book to be banned i have never in my life wanted a book to be banned i just want the uh, the errors to be discussed and c- corrected alternative uh, opinions if it's a matter of opinion and there are two sides to it alternative opinions should, should be given a chance that has been my stand that has been monica arora stand all, all the time as a very distinguished lawyer so just to set the record straight on we were not people who banning uh, you know bendy donning we don't believe in it we were not doing it they got scared they got scared because they didn't want to show up in court and defend the positions points written in the book and they didn't want the public opinion to start cross examining that their references and sources were all dubious and so they decided of their own initiative to withdraw the book because they were so embarrassed of it that is what happened there and and so in that case 
Monica Aurora gave them plenty of opportunity to come and discuss the points. Whereas in this case, Bloomberg never gave her any opportunity to come and discuss any points. She was not, they didn't say, okay, these are our five points and we want to discuss them with you. She was not given any such chance. So please, yes. I don't want people to draw a parallel. I don't want people to, and if people draw a parallel, I know some people will, then I want all the righteous people who are truthful to go hit them back, tell them that the, that the facts are wrong. So I think this is very important to get this straight because Kailog twist karneki koshi karegi. So what I feel is, so they call themselves left liberal. So that is such a big hypocrisy. So leftist communists, if I say, in China, they murdered millions of people. Cambodia, they murdered millions of people. They gobbled Tibet, sir. And here in West Bengal, in Kerala, they practically some lynch people. So how can they be liberal? They're fascists. And so then, for them, sir, narrative comes first and facts never come. Narrative is, so you and me ban the book. The fact never comes. They will not allow people to know what Wendy Doniger wrote. And we said, please remove only these five things or prove that they are true. They never came to the court to prove that they were true because they never had footnotes to it. They couldn't prove it. But the narrative is, oh, banning the book, banning the book. So, halla machate hain. Abhi bhi blues bhai UK ke saamne pada thodna hooga sa, halla macha diya. But I don't think if anybody will read this book, they'll say, what a wonderful piece of research and ground zero reporting by people who are truthful. Very good. So I, I, I'm very grateful to you for this episode and the way you've uh, stood your ground because, you know, I know people in similar cases, they say, but you know, we need smart, courageous, you combine intelligence, you combine hard work, uh, you combine good credentials and you articulate and you are very, you know, in you're straightforward. So all of these qualities, are, we need more people like you. And I'm so proud that uh, we are friends and we are working together. We have worked together in the past and we're going to work together in the future. So I ask all my followers, you know, we have to stand by the truth and those who are the spokespersons of truth. And when they are attacked and attacked unfairly, it is your job to stand up and talk back. So any final words, uh, Monica Ji, and then we'll close. Thank you, sir. Sir, I just want to say that when we never had a publisher, when we had a publisher, when our publisher dumped us, when our publisher dumped us, when our publisher dumped and we know God is with us, so people like you are with us. So entire India students won. So I have a WhatsApp message, ma'am, we have 25 books, and we have to buy so Very good. And on that, I want to say we are very fortunate. We have people like you. And I want to thank you very much. And uh, be well. We'll keep in touch. Thank you. Thank you so much. Namaste. Much obliged. Much obliged.